Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. That's right. Every Monday we're here with your emails, your stories, your questions. And I want to say thank you. Thank you for sending them in. Thank you for sharing. Sharing the show with a friend. That's what it's all about. You guys have to understand the new brave world we live in. You are my marketing department. If you have a friend that's going through something similar to one of the emails we discussed today, text them the podcast. That's it. I'm willing. This is, this is a long road. I'm willing to go friend to friend to friend across this great nation, collecting ears and ears and ears across. Yeah, I'm just looking for ears. That's right. I just want to get them listening and subscribe. So make sure you keep sharing, make your Instagram story, all that good stuff. I'm on the road, people. Um, I got shows in Phoenix and St. Louis. So come on out. Get that group chat together. I got more coming in 2022. And, and, and also, I'm not sure when this this comes out. Yeah, the Live You Up podcast. We're doing it in New York City. That is an experience. If you don't listen to You Up, I'm sure you do, or you've listened to it before. Go to that town hall, December 8th. It's a fantastic experience. We bring people on stage. It's totally different. Like, if you see my stand-up, this is a totally different hour and a half that is nothing like stand-up. It's a communal experience. Everyone's commiserating about dating. They're laughing. They're crying. You know, by the end of it, we're all just holding hands and hugging. It's like a Tony Robbins uh, event. So (coughs) I want everyone to come out to that. Go to my website, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Also, Patreon. I do three extra podcasts a week for five bucks a month. That is a deal and a steal. So three extra podcasts a week, and I love doing them because they're they're like this podcast, but different. Luxury Lounge, I answer everyone's Luxury Lounge complaint. I complain with you. Uh, one more email. I, that has changed. It used to be a longer email. Now it's just one email from the Patreon subscribers. So it's only Patreon subscriber emails. Uh, that's every Friday. And then Coffee with J-Train is really stories from the week. I, I just got done with The Tonight Show, and I told you all how thankful I am for all the response you've given. And I tell the whole story of how The Tonight Show happened, a three-year saga you know, of sorts. And, that, and so I want you to go check that out because I really think that's a – people have really responded to that. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, let's get to today's guest. Uh, so funny. They have a new special on HBO Max right now. It's called Fighting Words. An OKP to the show. Back on the show, original key player, Ida Rodriguez. Thank you, Ida, for coming on. How are you? I'm good. Your tonight show was excellent. Thank I, and you I so much. I want to record and say it was so funny. It was so you. Oh, you thank you. Apart from who you are. And it was funny. You know, um, I can't wait to share my tonight show saga one day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> have you? Uh, you've done late night shows before. No. No. So you have a saga that is. It, it's really, you know what? I, actually, that's not true. I taped Colbert. They didn't air it, which was good. I, the, the set mm. wasn't wasn't great. I did one of those, you know, the mass audience, multiple so, comedians. So the, for the listeners at home, and this is kind of the reason, you know, in, I pursued the Tonight Show. I was like, I want to do the night. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that you're on the show with the other guests. Colbert will tape, you know, five comedians on a single show and then air each tape segment at the end of an episode that maybe they need 
to fill or they couldn't find a musical guest, right? And, and to me, that takes away from it. You know, like, I'm sure the experience of going into the studio was nice and stuff, but mm-hmm. didn't you feel like you wanted to be there for the, like, why do they, you know, I don't know, like, I, I, if I could talk to Colbert, I would ask him, I'm like, why do you do that to people? Just yeah, don't. It wasn't, um, it, you know, the fun, the thing, the people were great. Everybody on the team was awesome. Um, you know, we knew what we were doing when we were going in. It's not a secret. So I'm not sure. going to lie and try to make it seem like it did. But, but until you experience it, you don't really know. Mm. And, and you also can feel the disappointment of people coming there. You know, like it was, it was, uh, it was interesting, though. They treated me well. They were very accepting of my comedy. And they just, mm. you know, they were like, let's, let's try to figure out how to make this work for the for this audience and for network right which mm-hmm. was which was great uh, but my saga with the tonight show is very different so we got to hear that story in the future but i mean for now you have an hbo Absolutely. special which is like that's special special like for people like there's places you want to have a special hbo is like the, the we really the king or the queen you know really the, is is like that's such an amazing thing i'm so happy for you and it's so funny i want everyone to go stream it make it a date night this is a great night on the couch with your boyfriend or your girlfriend it is a great special it's called fighting words it's um on hbo max what was that experience like i mean that must have been <laughs> you know it's funny i get my special in uh 2019 right mm. i get my special I'm so excited. Um, I sell my uh, my uh, first. I sold my scripted series to HBO Max. Right. I do mm-hmm. a deal, a development deal rather. And then, you know, they give me a special and then COVID hits. And Oi. it was <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> now I'm like, you know, trying to do comedy on Zoom. And that's not the that's not it. You know, like it was so I mean, it was a, it was a lot. Sorry to interrupt, but I mean, it's got to be one of those things like we get humbled every yeah. night. We, you know, we are, I think like we're like comedians are professionals at getting turned down, I think, and, and just being humbled and having to, you know, having that moment, you're take you're like, I got the deal with HBO and you want to scream it out the window. You want to go yell at someone who told you you couldn't do it. You want to go to your high school bully and tell them to go fuck themselves. And then the next day you're on a Zoom show and you're listening to someone's dog bark and you're like i ain't shit you know like you have to like (laughs) you know it's funny i always say we're like the blue collar workers of the entertainment business we have union like you know like our pay changes depending on who's in charge you know like sometimes they're like you know what give her $30 and some chicken tenders. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and you're out in Tennessee and you, you think, you know, you don't want to, you're sleeping on a condo. That's like, it, it, people don't really understand what it's like. It's the great equalizer stand up. Like we are all shit until we become famous. Right. That's it life. is. It is unbelievable. And even when you get the win, the next day is going to be a loss. The next day is going to be you going, I can't believe, like I was at the Tonight Show and then the next day I'm like off to Buffalo and there's nothing wrong with Buffalo, but like that is, it's time to do the job again. You know, and and that's why comedians, I think we get very, um, 
we get very protective of being a comedian when yeah. someone enters into comedy and enters in lightly or yeah. in a way that isn't doing the work so to speak we get very you know comedians are always considered miserable and bitter but it's like because so many people make us miserable and bitter like this isn't <laughs> like it's not and i think that's why this podcast people really like listening to this because you've been on before we we take everything as it comes you know yep. we take an email we go yeah shit fucking happens how are you gonna react to it but i i want everyone to go follow ida at funny ida on instagram the special let me repeat it fighting words it's on hbo max you can search it right now go put it a part of your playlist make sure you save it for a date night a night on the couch you're hanging out alone it's so fucking funny everyone's gonna love it um i, I I'm, I'm so excited to have you here ida you ready to do some emails yeah, and I want to just say thank you, though, because you've had me on here several times and your followers are always cool and they're not mm -hmm. ageist. You know, like I'll get my my people will be like, hello, auntie. And I'm like, fuck oh. you. I'm not your auntie. I don't know your dad. I'm not married to your uncle. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? But your followers always show up for me and they always just they're so cool. So I really appreciate it. They are always it like um, on point with me. They totally get it, and I, I don't want to – I'm not trying to blow smoke. I get I, – I, and I've said this on the podcast before. I get compliments at shows from the clubs. They're yeah. like, you you bring out people that are like, you know, no issues, no, you know, no QAnon guys sitting in the front angrily. You know, <laughs> like it's just like, you know, in some – you know, listen, w there's many other comics with many audiences, and I'm like, I just want to go to a show with someone else's audience and see how shitty it can be. You know, because I, I'm like, but I, I get this response from everyone, and I, and I appreciate it. I'm like a proud papa to this I audience. Know, they're so, no, they're so cool, and they, they want to be. They're there for the fun and the funny, and we. That's what. Yeah. That's what it's about. So everyone, go follow uh, Ida Rodriguez at Funny Ida. Let's do some emails. You ready? Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Keep sending them in. Um, hey, Jared, longtime listener, second time emailer. Congrats on the Tonight Show. I'm now speaking for all your listeners when I say we're so proud and excited for you. Thank you. Um, I've been living in a different country for about a year now, and my remote working time here is coming to an end. I have a job that is going to require me to move to California at some point in the next few months, and I had decided that I may as well start the new year off in California, so move in early January. So she's abroad and she's moving in early january to california gonna be gonna be your new neighbor ida um okay. the issue is that i've met someone who lives in this other country full time and i really like him background he's one of those people you meet online with zero expectations then you end up having the most insane chemistry and connection i've only experienced excitement like this three times in my life and this time the feelings are very mutual it's such an amazing feeling everyone knows what i'm talking about anyways back to the issue i haven't been fully honest with him in regards to my move date he knows i'm leaving at some point but just doesn't know when i don't have to move in january uh but that has been my plan for a while now may and may just be easier to stick with should i one extend my stay here for as long as i can and risk leaving in march being even harder or two, just move in January, save myself from a harder loss down the road. Or is there a third option I'm not thinking of? Long distance is not an option. In an ideal world, I could live in this in this other country forever. But with my job, that's not currently an option. Sad, but but being sad, sad about being sad soon. What do you think, Ida? 
I think that the fact that you said you've only felt this way three other times probably means this is not that unique. <laughs> so oh. <laughs> it's, that's interesting. It's you know, if it's happened three other times, like how many times is the soulmate supposed to happen in your life? 30? Like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> that's interesting. It may, it'll happen again. I think that you need to take care of your, I mean, you you moving in, in earlier to make an adjustment for your mental health and your wellness is priority. And someone who really, really wants to be with you will understand that. And if mm. this is what you think it is and it is magic and it's real, then it's not going to go away because you do something that you have to do to take care of yourself. See, this is interesting. I, I was wondering what you were going to say about getting in front of heartbreak. Like the idea that she's, she's like already said it. Yeah. She's like, if I do March, it'll be even harder. Like, I think it's going to be hard no matter what, you know, like I, I don't I don't know what March the difference in heartbreak between March and January with someone that you're enjoying this experience with. I, I'm with you. I think it even goes before this. I think she should, she needs to talk to this guy now yeah, and I tell him. I, I think that's first things first is like, once you get this kind of thing out of you and you let him know like, Hey, then plans can, can, can kind of be made you can have that parade float to the finish line and then it will feel kind of more right so i agree with you let's do january clean let's get out of here in january you 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 take you make your mental health a priority you have and and, and especially when you have a date for a move everything falls into place you know what i mean yeah so you, i also think that the, there's you know, I'm always listening to subtext, the mm. language, right? I've only felt this way three other times. I'm going to avoid the heartbreak. There's already negative undertones. Like mm -hmm. instead of looking at looking at it like the next chapter and seeing how exciting this romance is going to exist in this new space and see where we go from here. But the fact that you're already saying heartbreak it's in the language and that that to me always throws up a red flag because I, I've been in a long distance relationship after moving from somewhere. And my take was like, let's let's see how this part goes. You know, so like that's a very important thing you're saying, because she writes long distance is not an option and gives no details as to why that's not an option. That sounds like someone and like. You know, Ida, you're a confident person. Like, I think that's the answer. Like, I think this email, and I, I, I like the emailer, but mm -hmm. confidence is an issue here because a confident person would go, hey, I'm moving in January. Let's see what we can do. Yeah. And someone who's lacking confidence, which I am one of those people, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to like make, you know, call this person out. But I'm saying when you lack confidence, you go, I can't even handle it. I need a I need this to be a, a light switch on and off. I can't deal with dimmers. I can't deal with unknown. I need to know what my life is because I know I'll spend my whole day dealing with this because I don't because I'll always wonder what could have been and I'll never be able to date again because I'll always compare to the last one. And it's like that's all in your confidence. So I think to this person, it's like okay, let's let's op let's try to s acknowledge that the reason we long distance is not an option and I need to get ahead of the heartbreak is because we're lacking some confidence here. And maybe it's taking Ida, what Ida just said in, in saying, 
hey, I'm leaving in January. I don't know what this is, but I'm okay with like seeing what we figure out. Yeah, you know that, and and I'm um, listen. I have those insecurities as well. I can mm. see it all in the language when you say, you know, this wasn't going to be a thing, and then it turned into a thing. There's a lot of lack of faith in it, you know. Totally. And so I think that the best thing to do, and that's okay if you're not built for a long distance relationship. That's okay. Everybody doesn't have to be the same, mm. you know. Like it's not like I'm saying oh, get your confidence up, girl. Some people are not wired. I think I do well for a long distance with long distance relationships because I'm a comic and I'm gone Mm. so much that it always feels like a long distance relationship, whether he's here or in New York. But I think it's important to know who you are, know what your limitations are. And if it's not okay to be in a long distance relationship and you're not thinking about not leaving, then you should just be honest and just move forward. I, and and here's what I would do if I were her. You inform her, inform this guy of the date, and you say, "Here's when I'm leaving. Let's party till the finish line. Like That's let's it. enjoy it. Let's have a good time. Let's make the dates. Let's make the little weekend trips. Let's have the dinners. Let's do it up until the end of the year. We're gonna dance to the finish line. And when we get there, it's over. And then you go, you know, maybe you guys plan a trip. Maybe things change along the way. Maybe you figure something out. But let's party until that last day." I agree. And listen, girl, I don't know what part of California you're coming to, but these guys are beating women to the Botox line and to get their eyebrows threaded. So you better (laughs) hold on to that good dude because it's a bunch of trash in California. (laughs) J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com here with Ida Rodriguez. Go follow at Funny Ida. The HBO special, it's on HBO Max right now, Fighting Words. Go, go, go. Put it in your queue. This is a lifestyle question. I I like this question. Friend hosts too much. Jarrett, longtime 25-year-old female listener and wanted to congratulate you on The Tonight Show. Thank you so much. It was incredible to watch and you killed. Thank you. You've truly made me feel like I'm not alone and I can't thank you enough. On to my lifestyle issue. One of my close friends and her boyfriend hosts a house party for every occasion slash holiday. Hey. I have a separate main group of couple couple I have a separate main group of a couple girlfriends and their boyfriends. I'm single. My friend who hosts parties doesn't hang out with my main group, but knows them as well uh, as we all went to high school together. Every year she plans parties on Halloween, Christmas, Canada Day, St. Patty's Day, on the main night that my other friends or family are hosting things. Say if Halloween was on a Tuesday, the night everyone else is celebrating would be the Saturday before. She plans these house parties way too far in advance when I don't know what else might be going on. It feels as though she plans things so early to lock people into coming so they can't bail i love my friend and have a great time with her but her house parties are the same every time and honestly kind of lame i try to make an appearance if i can but she takes it personal if i don't attend and want to go to my other friends or family's events she will write a text on like september 4th being like i'm having a halloween party on october 30th so keep that day open like i don't know what i'm doing in two days let alone over a month it irritates me i mean i'm with her i i hate this I, 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 i'm getting anxiety listening right? to you. <laughs> like keep it hey Hey, 2022 um, Halloween at my house. It's like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> um, it irritates me because I feel as though I have a gun to my head to say yes to her party when I don't want to go all to all of them and I want to see what else comes up. I may feel more inclined to go if she worded it like having a Halloween party October 30th would love it 
love it if you can make it. She also is friends with many people I'm not, who are also invited people from her work, boyfriends, work, cousins, school. It's so it's a random mix of people I don't necessarily want to spend prime Halloween party night with. I am so on this person's side. I don't want to sound like a shitty friend because I do love her, but she can't hog me for every holiday. I wanted to get your take on how to respond to her texts, inviting me to things if I don't want to immediately commit and keep my options open. She puts her heart into hosting these parties, but I don't understand how she expects me to come to all of them. And I get afraid saying no because I know she will take it personally. Would love to hear your thoughts on this. Thanks. P.S. If you're looking to bring something back, the quick hits from your Freed by Noon episodes were the best. Okay, I'll, I'll do that for, for sure. So, Ida, what do you think of this situation? How does she figure this out? You know, it's funny. I feel I've been in this situation before. Mm. So that's why my leg is shaking right now. Like I have anxiety. <laughs> I'm a people pleaser and it's yes. really heavy. Um, I, I'm learning. I'm learning to do this. I just did it uh, yesterday. This sounds amazing. Um, sounds like something I would love to do. Um, I'll, I'll let you know. I can't commit to this at this moment. But mm. if I am able to make it, I will definitely be there. There you go. I've given myself this cushion uh, because I do have friends like that. And um, because my schedule changes so much, instead of Mm -hmm. disappointing people, now these are the people that complain about me disappointing them. Now I'm like, I can't commit to this at this moment, Mm. but I will definitely let you know closer to the date. What is your deadline? And and I learned this from my daughter because my daughter is like, it, what is your deadline? So if the deadline is I need to know by Friday, then I'm I'm going to have to pass because I can't give this to you by Friday. Mm. That way it, you give yourself your own deadline. If, if that that person is making one up, set the expectation. And, you know, if they're going to be business, you got to be business, too. You know, that you you meet business with business because this person is treating you like a client of some sort. Yep. For them to like need an answer and need to, you know, two months ahead of time. So, okay, if you're bringing a contract offer over, here's my rebuttal. And I like the way you put it. Like, you know, give me a deadline is such a great thing because then you've kind of, you know, volleyed the ball back to them. Like, okay, now you now it's your turn to let me know. Now you're on the clock. Give me a deadline. So I think that's a. I think whoever wrote this in should just rewind and write down exactly what you just said because that's a perfect text. I think I used to have friends like this. And I say used to because here's here's the problem. This person's miserable. They're trying <laughs> they're trying they are trying to cover up their miserable existence with these parties that they have to look forward to so that her and her husband or her boyfriend can spend the next month and a half talking about the party and not talking about the relationship. This happens all the time. And <laughs> they're making it your problem. So this is all to say, don't feel so bad. They're doing, they're, they're using you in a way too. And when they're inviting I had a I have a friend who would do this where every I actually once had a breakdown in front of all of them. He kept inviting to every event his friends from every segment of his life. So it would be like college people, you know, uh work people, her work friends, her and it was all because him and his wife like didn't want to hang out with just them two alone. 
And it was like, so they had to make everything into a a like a, a, a like a bar mitzvah of some fucking sorts where I have to, and <clears throat> I got so tired of it because every time you, you you got stuck in these small talk bullshit conversations where you're you had to be on, you had to have your eyes wide open. I'll never forget it. He was like, "Come watch football games with me." And I was like, great. And I got there and I'm back on his This Is Your Life episode. And he's like, this is from, you know, here's, you remember Michael from, from my, you know, my old job, like the friend from the old job. And you remember, you know, Derek from my new job. And you remember my wife's friend uh, from her uh, first communion. And you're like, and I literally... And it happened so many times that I go, I literally stepped back as he was introducing me and I went with two hands and I did a double wave and I go, hi, everybody, Jared, good to meet you. And I went and stood at another side of the room and and he was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I, and I looked at him, I go, what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't, I came here to watch a football game with you and somehow I, end, I, I ended up at your wedding again. Why does every event have to be your wedding? I don't want to talk to these people. It's because the they live in the past because the present ain't so fun. I and I, I, I you're so, that is the exact way to put it. And yeah. and you're like and it's like why can't we just sit down and watch a football game and not talk to each other? This I want to hang like friends hang, like normal football. Yeah, like that's but it's it's not even it's projection. It's like a whole bunch of stuff that's that's gone into that. One of the other things that I've learned to do to put my friends in their places when they try to hijack me on their holidays is these holidays are reserved for family. Family mm. is a priority here. And um, so if we're if my family isn't doing anything, then I'll look into doing other stuff. But Nana is key. Yeah, like, Nana's, you know I mean? dying, Nana's dying soon. There was just a global pandemic. I'm saving holidays for Nana. You yeah, know, you absolutely. can even. <laughs> the J Train Podcast is brought to you by Green Chef. Eating healthy can be hard, especially in the winter. It's all a hassle. Finding new recipes, searching the store for ingredients you'll only use one time, debating how much salt is a pinch. Green Chef takes all that trouble away. Every week, Green Chef sends you new recipes. With over 30 meal choices every week and the flexibility to switch plans, you'll always find a nutritious meal that tastes great. Everything they send is pre-portioned, so you'll never worry about planning or shopping for dinner again. I gotta say, I love Green Chef. I love it. Here are some of the recipes. Cajun pork tenderloin, spicy sesame shrimp, creamy mushroom penne pasta. Can you, I mean, you're not making that at home. You're making a version of that that's not that great. It's not that, though. And here's the thing. If you're sitting there and you're and you're cooking for one, cooking for two portions, I'm all, listen, I'm trying to get healthy all the time. It's all about portions. It's all about how much you eat. And when you do it for yourself, you, you cook for four and think it's for one and it's just not right. So Green Chef is a great way to make sure you stay healthy on your portion sizes. Also, it feels good to pull out all the ingredients, put it together, and see what you made at the end. You, there's so few things. It's a mental, um, it's a mental meditation. 
There's so few times we get to finish something and see our work right before our eyes. That's something that Green Chef can do for you. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well both easy and affordable. It saves you time. I don't have to go to the grocery store, stand in line, haul it all back home. Green Chef shows up right at your door with everything you need. If you're busy like all of us are and you need to eat healthy, Green Chef fits perfectly into your lifestyle. And this is, you know, December. This is the month where there's all these, you know, holiday parties and going out and and we tend to, you know, do a little less physically. What a great time to bring Green Chef in your life. Green Chef makes dishes for a variety of lifestyles too. Keto, paleo, plant-powered, or those who simply want a little bit more balance. It is just a win-win-win. I love Green Chef. And you can go to greenchef.com slash jtrain125. That's greenchef.com slash jtrain125. Use code jtrain125 to get $125 off plus free shipping on your first box. That's G-R-E-E-N-C-H-E-F dot com slash jtrain125. Use code jtrain125 to get $125 off, including free shipping, Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. The J Train is excited to announce our new sponsorship, Bev. Dreaming of a white Christmas? How about a red Christmas or a rosé Christmas? You can have any kind of Christmas you want with Bev wine in a can. I love Bev. I have it here at my apartment. It is perfect for those holiday time hangs. Just crack one open and you're drinking a great, crisp, dry, glass of wine from the can it's so good their wines they they have a little fizzy to them it, it's delicious and I, you know new year's resolutions are right around the corner and you can hit your goals with bev zero sugar only three carbs and 100 calories per serving and bev comes in six varietals rosé sauve blanc pinot gris pinot noir and glitz and glam I love the rosé. I love the Pinot Noir. I love a Pinot Noir in a can. It's so good. And it's a great holiday hangout drink with your gals, with the guys, you know, something to come home to, you know, when you want that bottle of wine. Here's what it's great for. You come home with someone, and what you do is you open a bottle of wine, you have one glass, right? No, 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 no. Open a can of Bev. That's right. Now you're saving money on this whole thing. Bev is the is the female first can wine brand made by chicks. Not only is Bev changing the way you drink wine, they're changing the way the stodgy old male-dominated industry has operated for generations. From their female winemakers to their CEO and founder, Bev's breaking the wine glass ceiling one can at a time, people. Bev ships straight to your door and shipping is always free. Their four packs are great for gifting or hosting. Love their four packs. I've worked out a special deal just for you. 20, you can get 20% off your first purchase plus free shipping on all orders. I suggest trying their best-selling Ladies' Night Variety Pack so you can check out all of their delicious varietals. Go to drinkbev.com slash JTrain or use code JTrain at checkout to claim this deal. That's D-R-I-N-K-B-E-V dot com slash JTrain. Or get Bev nationwide at Target, Total Wine, BevMo, and more. JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Ida Rodriguez. Go, 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 go follow right now. Oh, this is too long to do. I mean, this is, I, I was going to do another lifestyle one, but it's like seven pages long. Um, oh, wow. I mean, 
Okay, I want I want your opinion on this one. Everyone, go watch Ida's special, Fighting Words. It's on HBO Max right now. Go, go, go. Put it in your queue. Okay, boyfriend uses TikTok as porn. Jared, um, I have a question for you about where to draw the line with porn. I know it's a fact of life, and I knew subconsciously that my boyfriend watches it. But yesterday, he pulled up his phone to show me something, and it opened up onto a girl on TikTok in an incognito browser. Okay. He pulled up his phone. I don't even understand. Do you understand what she's talking about? What's an incognito browser? I guess it's another browser on his phone. Okay. The one he... the, where where you can hide the history, I guess, so that when if they catch your phone, they won't see you. I mean, I, incognito bro- browser is a a, a high a dark browser. Right? So I would I would assume that you know he uses Safari for everything, and then he has like another browser that he's using for his you know his yeah. TikTok exploits. Because um, I have to read this full sentence because this is actually going to make I think it will make you laugh. Is so I know it's a fact of life and I knew subconsciously that my boyfriend watches it but yesterday he pulled up his phone to show me something and it opened up onto a girl on TikTok an incognito browser I asked him and he admitted he jerked off to her it's so ridiculous (laughs) I asked him and he admitted he jerked off to her so insane oh Oh my girl when was the last time he jerked off to you Uh, This sounds like a problem. If you are like fishing the internet, now you are on TikTok. Like you, you, you know, you uh, porn, you porn hub, everything you've exploited, everything. You're like, you know what? What's going on on TikTok right yeah, he's, now? He's moved his way down the line of video sources. I don't know why, but this feels so much worse than him going into Pornhub, as you said. It was a girl in a low cut top talking, but obviously not even being nude because it's on TikTok. When I asked, he said. He wasn't intending to masturbate, but he saw her on TikTok and was curious. Well, (laughs) I wonder what my dick thinks of this girl on TikTok. This also feels worse because it's not like he was horny and looking for a release. He was just instantly turned on by this girl. We had sex twice the day before, but he said he's accustomed to orgasming every day. This guy is so honest. He's hilarious. Um, I feel super betrayed, and it's probably not fair to him, but I can't help it. He doesn't understand why this cuts deeper than normal going on a porn site and doesn't get why this feels disrespectful. I told him I don't want him to delete TikTok from his phone because it leads to a slippery slope of being controlling, but he did it anyways. Where do we go from here? Thanks. Sleeping on the couch. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Ida, what do you, what do you think of this? I think that they should be going to therapy. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, I, I, I try my best not to be judgmental. I know people, porn is one thing, but if you watch TikTok and that arouses you, what is the, what is it about somebody walking down the street with that shirt on that, you know what I mean? Like, that just feels weird. Like, there's something disturbing about that to me. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not the porn part. The porn part is the healthy part. That's the normal part. But if a woman just being makes you masturbate, like that just feels kind of creepy. It it feels kind of creepy when it's said out loud. Here's what I'll like mm-hmm. some to, to give some, mm-hmm. you know, pushback, I guess. And I'm not like defending because when I hear this, mm-hmm. I go, Ugh, this is an icky thing. Um, 
I I'll, let me start by saying she said that they had sex the, twice the day before, and he needs to come every day. Sex and masturbation are two totally different things. I mean, Absolutely. so I, I the idea that you're counting sexual experiences and then going, well, it was twice yesterday. What you that wasn't enough? No, I I think masturbation is is a form of self-care and absolutely I agree. so and so that's a different conversation than him opening up tiktok and being moved to to masturbation is icky and feels gross i would say though you know there are people on tiktok like the the idea that people aren't wearing you know I, I, this isn't a defense of it, but I'm saying like there are people being sexual or dressing sexually Absolutely. on TikTok to get more views. So yeah. with if you're going to use, you know, if that's the bait to get someone to watch your, you know, cosplay video or your or your, you know, your funny take on relationships that that kind of comes with the territory for some of these you know what i mean like the idea that people aren't following people because of they're attracted to them and and right. it's no, like I, so that's I, a slippery slope in itself too no no like i'm not so i'm not disputing that i think people people have fetishes they have attractions they like people for some things turn people on and but she says that the way she categorized it it was like the girl is just being and yeah. She said that he has, you know, he's he's trickled from porn to TikTok. Like there seems to be mm. some sort of I mean, some people are addicted to porn. Some people are sex addicts like the, all of this is true and all of it is fine. But there's something that made her write you an email that made totally. her feel weird. And it has. Yeah, I don't think equating the sexual experiences with the masturbation is, I think those that is a false equivalency. It's not the same thing. It, it is absolutely not. But the fact that, I mean, I like that he's honest and told her, right? Because he was being transparent. He, he was transparent. I would say, I think the one thing is him realizing like, this is a dangerous world he's entering into. You know, he's looking for like realism. If you're whacking off to someone on TikTok who's not undressed and maybe they're dressing sexually, maybe you're following them because you think they're hot, which that is a that's a reality. Maybe just having the conversation where he goes, "Yeah, maybe hearing him say, "Yeah, this could be an issue" because if in and I think the issue becomes not that he's on TikTok, not that he's following women that he's attracted to, because that's that seems normal to me. It is the idea that like I'm your real life sex partner, and if you're looking for realism, why don't we talk about spicing things up here? When you when you're going into like the the you know the metaverse, this you know like if you're going into this virtual reality thing where it's you know where it's you with you imagine yourself with a real person don't you see how that can be dangerous for our sex life like i think it's one of those conversations where you just want to hear that because like i think this person like i understand why they're uncomfortable but i think the coming to grips with like hey man you're gonna not like like this is gonna affect us at some point if you if you're not like when you're in porn land it's wild. It's crazy. It's 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 another world. When you're in TikTok land, what's to stop you from being like, "Hey, next week I'm gonna break up with you for the girl in the crop top that I walked by." Yeah, that, that's what I just think that you know, 
you know, you read about people who are addicted to porn and addicted mm. to the internet, not just porn, just they're yeah. addicted to living their lives, expressing themselves through the internet. It's such a safe place to express. And then you just start living in this virtual reality and you don't live in the world anymore. And mm. that's why people are addicted to porn. And then you're like, yo, like I'm, I'm, we're right here. We can make our own movie, but it just feels like he might be, if he's resorting to TikTok at this point, it's like reality is not, he's living in a, in a virtual reality. He's looking for more real, more real. And you could say like, this is, you just understand that like, I, you can't put that, you, you have to start putting that back in the box. Cause like, yeah. and listen, I'm giving this guy empathy because I can see how that could happen. Like the right. idea of like going from porn to, you know, being attracted to someone on Instagram and like, you know, and masturbating to someone's Instagram pictures. Like that's not a crazy thing to me. Like I've made jokes about it. You make right. jo- like I make jokes about it on I and I've tried to make jokes on stage about it and it always gets uncomfortable. You can feel it. And like, you know, I remember I'll, uh, there was someone in a show. And they were with their girlfriend. And I was like, how did you meet? And they were like, we met on Facebook. They reached out to me on Facebook. And I was like, oh, so you liked a bunch of her pictures on Facebook. And then you thought about it. And then you, you masturbated to it. And then you were like, oh, okay, I'll reach out to this person. And he was like, and you could see his face like looking at me like, how did you know exactly how it went down? <laughs> so, so, so like... I don't think this is like crazy. I do think this can end up in a world that I totally understand where she's coming from. So maybe a talk of understanding that it was bad and it could be worse is the first step. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Brooklinen. No matter what size bed you sleep on, when you shop with Brooklinen, comfort is always king. And since Brooklinen's biggest sale of the year is happening right now, comfort has never been cheaper. I love Brooklinen. Here's what I'll tell you right now. Brooklinen is so fantastic that they've made it to mom land. My mom's talking about it. She has Brooklyn and sheets. It's beautiful, comfortable sheets and they and they're not just, you know, blankets. It's 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 throw blankets, towels, slippers, loungewear. They've extended the line of products into areas that they should be in and they're crushing. Brooklyn's entire set of super soft, seriously cozy essentials is on sale right now. From loungewear and slippers to towels and throw blankets, it's comfy. If it's comfy, Brooklyn makes it. And they're launching new products, colors, patterns all the time. Don't take a nap on this value. Brooklyn works directly with manufacturers to make to make luxury available directly to you without the luxury level markup. So you get their amazing array of products at reasonable prices. They're so confident in their core products that they come with a 365-day warranty. Don't miss out. Brooklyn biggest sale of the year is here. Listening after the sale, you can still save. Visit brooklinen.com. Use promo code JTRAIN20 for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code JTRAIN20. The JTRAIN podcast is brought to you by Stitch Fix. Our phones are are our personal assistants. They keep our schedules, send our mail. They even shop for us. And now your phone can even dress you. Well, maybe not dress you exactly. Stitch Fix Freestyle is your new virtual BFF that learns your fashion sense and curates looks for you all online. I love Stitch Fix. I love that you tell them what you're into, what you like, and what your sizes are. And they find stuff for you that you wouldn't necessarily pick out for yourself. They're going to find items that are cool and comfortable and you're going to love 
And they're going to be something that you go, I never would have tried this. It gets you outside of your normal while not really going way outside. Maybe it'll be one you know, standard deviation away from the mean. That's right. I'm bringing up math words, baby. Freestyle learns what cuts fabrics and fits you like the best. It's a one-stop destination. Stitch Fix combines over a thousand brands. See, they're not just held to one, one or two brands. They got a thousand. Over a thousand. And since Freestyle knows all about you and how you love cashmere but hate plaid, you can shop everything from basics, outerwear, and high-end designer looks for a night out on the town all in one place. Get all the benefits of a personal concierge totally for free. No row or subscription required. Plus, they throw in free shipping, returns, and exchanges. It's all in one hassle-free personal shopping service. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash JTrain. Try Stitch Fix Freestyle. Stitchfix.com slash JTrain. Get out there and look your best at stitchfix.com slash JTrain. Tell them Jared sent you. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com here with Ida Rodriguez. At funny Ida. Go follow. So funny. The HBO special. Fighting words. You got to go watch. Go, go, go. Okay. Let's go into safe. Let's go into less icky territories. Yeah, that was, that was weird. I mean, holiday gifts for the boyfriend's family. Okay. Jared, all the feathers in the world to you and your balls. New new but big fan. Excited to see you on the Tonight Show. Thank you. Uh, my question for you and the esteemed guests is, what do I get for my boyfriend's family for Christmas? For context, my boyfriend and I are 23 and approaching our third Christmas together. I won't be there for Christmas itself, but we'll be going to his house for a few days the week after. I understand that I'm young and expectations are low, but for the past two plus years, his mom has given me nice gifts for Christmas and my birthday, Lululemon clothing, Tiffany jewelry, a nice leather bag for work, etc. So I hate to show up empty handed. I have no idea how to shop for his family and if I, and if I even should. Most people in his family have celiac. And I bonded with his mom about being Polish, so my usual go-to when I go to his house is bringing gluten-free pierogies from my favorite pierogi place back at home in Pittsburgh. That sounds like a great idea. How many pierogies is too many pierogies? Do you have any suggestions for other gifts to bring? So she's already done pierogies. I want to show them that I appreciate their hospitality, but I also don't want to be too much. The family is uh, the parents, a 16-year-old sister, and a 21-year-old brother. Any thoughts would uh, be much appreciated. Cheers. Oh, I... We got to bleep out the name. I, I got P.S. You talk about being 5'8 with a wide torso. And my boyfriend is built the exact same way. I know you mentioned Chubby's once, but feel free to shout out any other brands that tend to fit the body type well. Okay, so I will say a T-shirt that I've been liking right now is Buck Mason, the curved hem T-shirt, Buck Mason, curved hem. So if you're looking for a gift for a boyfriend um, who has a – short torso wide frame that is a good t-shirt ida what would you say you have you have children what would you want to get from their significant other like what would be the nice thing to have them you know show up with my son's ex uh girlfriend has always been very thoughtful she made me some homemade bath salts and put it in this like in a container and she made it because she didn't have a lot of money but I really, I loved it because she knows that I like a good bath. Um, you know, um, I would get a celiac um, or a gluten-free good cookbook. Like that would be mm. a good, you know, to keep it interesting in the kitchen. Maybe something that if they're cooking. Cookbook. That's the gift that keeps on giving. Teach a man to fish. 
they eat for life. That's a you know a gluten free cookbook. That's a nice gift. I totally agree. I think sticking to the gluten free thing because you guys you know that's a big Polish gluten free cookbook. There we go. So stuff like that. That's a great idea. I think I don't know what celiac okay with wine. They have they have gluten free wine. Yeah. Yeah. So bring a I think bringing a bottle of wine for the house or. You know, bath items is always good because it's for the house and that can go in any, you know, bathroom in the house. I think the 16-year-old sister and the 21-year-old brother, 21-year-old, what's that? Gift cards. Gift cards. People in that age range would rather get their own stuff than you shop for them and guess for them, but you empower them by giving them a gift card. Love that. So there you go. Maybe the 21-year-old, you get them a gift card to like wine, uh, the, the alcohol store, the... The one that's mm-hmm. like the uh, the the big box. I mean, listen, there's tons of stuff that we all, you know, not to plug the sponsors, but like I'm having holiday, all the holiday sponsors that I have going on. One of them was June Shine, which is um, kombucha, mm-hmm. uh, hard kombucha. That was, and I think that's celiac approved. Um, I'll say the hard kombucha was fantastic and like kind of cool kind of different different flavors so i don't know these are things i think staying on theme with polish and celiac um i think that's a good thing because it's thoughtful i think showing up with the gift because you're coming after the holiday that's even nicer because you can walk in i think flowers is an underrated thing too moms love fucking flowers yeah holiday flowers are nice too like just a, a nice arrangement for specifically for the holidays that they can, <clears throat> you know, through the new year. Like I, mm-hmm. I think they're nice. And I just think that if you pay attention to people and you know what they like and you, you tune in, like those are to me are like, I, I love the movies. So somebody gave me an AMC gift card and I loved it. Cause I love going to the movies. Mm. So kind, those kinds of things. Um, I love gift cards, you know, um, but I, I just think being thoughtful, like, and you've already taken note that they're celiac, you, you know, you're, you're paying attention. So that, that is a, if you've ever gotten a gift that wasn't thoughtful, you know how important a thoughtful gift is. Have you ever gotten a gift where you go, what the fuck was this for? Yeah. You know, and you go, what's that? Not even about monetary value. The, the no. thoughtful gifts. They weigh more, way, way more than an expensive gift if the expensive gift is out of the ballpark. Totally. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here's another one. I'm wondering if I'm being dramatic or if this is one of the shittiest things anyone has done in dating. Laughing face emoji. I met a guy on an app. We went on dates, hung out, hooked up multiple times for a little over a month. He said all the right things. She writes in parentheses, red flag. He met my friends and even came to a wedding with me. Then he eventually ghosted me and apparently had a girlfriend about a week later as it would appear on social media. I saw that and blocked him immediately online. Then a couple weeks later found out he gave me an STD. Oh, my God. He was lying the whole time we were seeing each other, saying he wasn't dating or sleeping with anyone else, but I've had a hard time with it because he genuinely seemed like a nice guy and was never an asshole to my face. He put in a lot of effort, actually. I realize he is a giant douchebag now, but I would really appreciate an apology that I know is never coming. Was all his effort going out of his way to see me and meet my friends all for sex? I am new to dating, so perhaps this was just my reality check that a lot of people suck. Thanks, and I hope this is all confidential. It is. 
I know. What do you think of this? The nice guy that ends up being the douchebag. Did did he do this all for sex? He did it for um, not just sex, but he did it because he felt like he could. Mm. And, you know, I think that that's horrible that her perspective is now are all people shitty. But no, they're not. No. And the I guess the most the worst thing about this is it makes it throws your center off. It makes you doubt your intuition because you're like, oh, he seemed like a nice guy. And then they turn out to be like this. And you're like, shit, like what? What's wrong with me? You get mad at yourself. You hate on yourself. You doubt yourself because now you feel like you can't tell. But when someone is not a good person, but you have to you have to forgive yourself, first and foremost, the apology you give to yourself that he's never going to give you. Um, chasing that apology will put you in bondage for an extended amount of time with someone who it has, you know, victimized you and will continue to do so if they have any end, because this person doesn't respect his girlfriend. He doesn't respect himself and he doesn't respect you. Mm. So I, what I would say is I will focus on on my own healing. And I've been in a situation where not this situation per se, but where I've been like, I thought this was a good person. I thought we really vibed. I really thought this was a good human being. And then I was like, and it just threw me off. It made me not trust myself. And then I just kind of shied away. But I think it's t- it's important to take yeah. this time to heal. The the Totally agree with everything you said. And I think the throwing off your center, I think to add on to that and just to say, it, you're this person who wrote in, you're not an idiot. Anyone, no. anyone being honest can get fucked. The honest person gets fucked. You can't. Anyone can lie. You're living in a world where you're like, I want to get to know you and date you and be physical and have fun with someone I'm getting to know. He took advantage of that, you know, and is it all for sex? I think it's all for feeling good, having love, getting a response. Like, I, I think sex is a part of feeling good, but I don't think it's I don't think he was like I, I to be totally honest, I don't think he was going in going. Let me see if I can get sex from this person. Oh, sure, I'll meet their friends. It wasn't friends for sex. It wasn't that transactional. It was, I feel good doing this. I need to keep feeling good. And I have this other people. Okay, I'll lie here. I'll lie there. At a certain point, he had to ghost because the lies became too much. He knew that he had to make a choice between you and someone else. And he chose that other person probably because they'll keep buying lies and they know that you probably wouldn't keep buying lies. There was, you were probably ahead of the other person. He's probably got a conveyor belt where some people are on week one and some people are on week two and you happen to be on week four. All of this is to say is there's nothing you could do, but do the same thing you did is be honest and try to get to know people. And you know, maybe, you know, let someone know that your feelings are involved before, like while you're in person. I think like when you let someone know like, hey, uh, meeting my friends is a big deal to me. I just hope you know that. Like that is a warning and maybe they go, well, and that's when then people go, what I hate that happens is a lot of times people say the minute I brought up bringing uh, meeting my friends, they got weird. It's like, yeah, that's when they should get weird. They were, they saw the consequences coming at them. They knew they had to talk about it. And now they're not meeting your friends. And now you two are broken up. Good for fucking both of you. 
You know, yeah. would you rather say nothing, you introduce, and then some people would go, well, why is that my responsibility? Well, if you want to, you got to look out for yourself. It's your That's responsibility right. to look out for yourself. So I, 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 I agree with you. It's shitty that someone would go meet your friends and then, and then sit there and be like, oh, meeting the friends means nothing to me and expect the same thing from you. But that's some, if it means nothing to them, meeting your friends, it's very, it's very, it rarely happens that they're going to look out for your feelings on meeting the friends. It's just and not the way tell, it works. Yeah, and don't tell people you're <clears throat> new to this because predators, that's, 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 a, that's like, hey, come and get me. Like, keep those things to yourself. You're mm. you're not you're new to to dating, but you're not new to you and how you want to be treated. So totally. don't go around telling people that you're new. And also look up narcissists and see their behaviors because a lot of times people who do this are just they they're suffering from this narcissist disorder, and that's why they are they got they need to have multiple people making them feel good about themselves. It never has anything to do with you. It's no. always has to do with the person and their own issues. Do you think, and I, you mentioned like just running away from them. Is there a power in just saying I'm breaking up with you? Like, yeah. I think because I think she needs to send a text to just like put a bow on this. What, yeah. You know, open tabs, like give people some sort of like this guy actually could come back. As weird as that sounds. That's exactly right. You should say, you should, you you should give yourself the closure, right? This is what I'll do. I'll say, you know what? I don't appreciate the way you've treated me. I would have, I would really appreciate if you never contact me again. And I mean it. And then, and this, this message does not require a response. And then block them. And then you block them because you're going to wait on a response if you don't block them. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with Ida Rodriguez. Let's do a couple screenshot emails. You ready? Got it. Let's okay. Go. So this one is called men who come back with screenshots. Speaking, speaking of people who come back. Okay. Jared, thank you for the weekly pod. Uh, love the advice and perspectives. Want to see you live. So please come to LA soon. I would love to come to LA. Um, I want to know your perspective on men who come back. Is he looking for validation or is he truly sorry and want to try things seriously this time? I met him on Hinge back in February. We hit it off, had a lot in common. Things ended after a month when I confronted him about changing his profile on Hinge and asked him to define the relationship. Before I left for a trip to Atlanta for a week, uh, I just read that sentence wrong. This Things after a month when I confronted him about changing his profile on Hinge and asked him to define the relationship before I left to uh, for a trip for a trip to Atlanta for a month. Maybe it was too early, but it felt right since we were hitting it off and seeing each other a few times a week, plus FaceTiming every day. Fast forward now in October, he saw me on Hinge and wanted to reconnect again. I didn't match with him again and ended up seeing an email from him the next day. See below. Okay, so we'll take out the name. I hope I'll read I'll read it. It's from him. So I'll read it. Ready? I hope this isn't too intrusive. I don't have your number, sadly. I mean, we should put some sad music behind this. I hope this isn't too intru- intrusive. It's just such a SAT word, a big boy word. Okay. <clears throat> he got very serious very soon. I hope this isn't too intrusive. I don't have your number, sadly. I saw you on Hinge and really wanted to reach out. We last spoke in February, right before you were leaving for Atlanta. And then I messed things up. Dot, dot, dot. I let our relationship fade without talking things through with you. I wasn't ready to be exclusive, but you were absolutely right in dictating exclusivity and prompting me to delete the app. 
I guess I didn't like being told when I was supposed to be ready. But you had every right to set your expectation. I'm sorry I didn't meet it and then ended things poorly. It ended things poorly. I've dated a little since then, but honestly have never gotten along with anyone as well as I did with you. Not only did we share a ton of interests, but I felt like we genuinely enjoyed each other's company. I'm reaching out to say, hey, hope you're doing well, and maybe we can catch up sometime. Would love to hear what you're up to these days. How did your PB&Js work out? I'm still golfing as much as possible. Are you still playing? From blank. Okay. She writes, I've given second chances before and they never work. Should I give him a second chance this time around and jump into being exclusive with him? I did reach out and ask him what he was expecting this time. He said, ball is in my court and ready to give up the app. Thank you. So what do you think? He's ready to give up the app. So I think she's the problem, though. Okay. <laughs> Am I wrong? What's, what's the I problem? I mean, you want to be in an exclusive relationship after knowing someone for a month, like, and then mm. you're demanding their exclusivity. Someone you met on a dating app who's out there exploring a dating app is people state their intentions, but that means you're out there looking for something and you, you don't know in a month if this is the person that you want to, I just think demanding somebody, I mean, think about it from my perspective. If somebody is like, I just met you, we hit it off. We had some great dates. All right, delete the app. Um, he said in his email he wasn't ready to be exclusive at that moment. Mm. And maybe he was he did a poor job at communicating that. But I think that we have to pay attention to the relationships that we're in because a lot of times we're in a relationship with someone and they're in a different relationship. Mm. You know, like just because you hit it off with some a person for a couple of dates in a month, a co- you've been seeing a few times a week, how many dates is that? You really think that that's moving on to the next? You it, you know how long it takes to really get to know somebody? Mm. I just think that when you, if you in a month already want to take tell somebody, get off a dating app, you and I are in this, it would scare anybody who's who's a balanced individual off because that's a really short time to already start talking about defining a relationship. You can't define a relationship in a month. Yeah, I you know, I agree with a lot of what you said because I do think the way, you know, saying to someone get off the app is different than saying I'm off the app. Yes. And I'm enjoying my time with you. There yeah. the, you know, and I think and I I've called it I'm like the to me the the talk is is not great the reveal is better like revealing here's where I am. And, and I've talked about it a few times on this podcast, but I will say this guy did his own version of the reveal. I kind of like his email. I like where he said, like, I like, he said, I've dated a little since honestly, never gotten along with anyone as well as you. And so he's revealing, I'm getting along with you. I genuinely enjoyed each other's, we genuinely enjoyed each other's company. I'm reaching out to say, hope you're well, hope we can catch up sometime. Okay, well, you've revealed that and I'm going to reveal that I would like to spend time with you. I am going to give this a good shot. And I think it's like, I think there's like a certain confidence that goes into, I'm doing this, you can, just to let you know. But you know what? I'm sorry. Go, no, go ahead, please. You know, the thing about it is that the language is always the language for me. And I think it's because 
English is my second language, so I hang on every word. The mm. fact that she feels like she's giving him a second chance instead of the relationship a second chance, like she's in charge, it's like problematic. Like I, it, it seems like there's some demanding tone in get off the app. Should I give him a second chance? He he was like he stepped away from the table because he didn't really he wasn't ready to eat a, a full meal. He was at on the appetizers and you yeah. were bringing out the, the a full course meal. He was like, and I think it's very mature of him to say, you know, I wasn't ready for that at the time. But the fact that if you're framing it, it's like you're going to give him permission. You're demanding that he does. Should I give him a second chance? You're taking an authoritative role in the relationship. And I think that's dangerous. Well, it's dangerous because, again, like it seems like we're taking this guy's side, but I'm taking the side. And I think you're saying something similar. It's like of how you approach what you're looking for. This guy was like, I'm looking for the right relationship. And, and that gets mixed in with, oh, he's looking to have sex with a bunch of women. OK, I, I guess in a world I, to me, he's coming back to you going, you know what? I've seen these other relationships. Our connection is the connection I want to pursue. I'm coming back to you. And listen, he didn't respond to your Instagram story with yeah. a fire emoji. He didn't say what's <laughs> happening at 1130 at night. He wrote a nice email um, yeah. and he stated where he is with some vulnerability. I think what you're saying about her, the emailer, is true where she's like her her goal might be just a relationship. It doesn't matter whether it's good or bad. It's like, hey, off the app, let's be official so that I can be official. And it's like, so I think she could learn something from him. It's like, hey, did you have a good time with this guy too? She did say um, things that uh, maybe it was too early, but it felt right since we were hitting it off and seeing each other a few. And But again, to go back to her email and things she said, seeing each other a few times a week, FaceTiming every day, that to me is just saying I had a meal. It didn't say whether the meal tastes good. Yeah. You know, like, and so. Formality. So, so I think what she has to do is I, if I were her, I would go out and get coffee with the guy. I yeah. also would say, you know, I would take things slow. I acknowledge that things didn't work out in the past. Acknowledge why they didn't work out. Um, if you, you know, I wouldn't necessarily jump back into a relationship, but I would say, let's see how a date feels. Let's see if this is the match. Maybe we look at this in a different way than just relationship or not a relationship. They were never in a relationship in the first place. They were. <clears throat> yeah. And secondly, the fact that you're considering a relationship instead of considering compatibility, you know, like the, what makes a good relationship? Like who cares if you went out with him a few times or you FaceTime? That doesn't make a relationship. Everything is always good in the first month. Mm -hmm. Everything is always great in the first month. That's not how you determine if you're going to call this person. This is going to be the person that you bring around your friends, introduce to your parents. You, It takes time to get to know someone and you should allow your you. You deserve to get to know someone well enough to invite them into your world permanently. And that takes time. That just totally. Takes J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with Ida Rodriguez. Go follow at funny Ida fighting words. That's the HBO max special. Go watch it right now. Let's do one more. Is that okay? Yeah, let's go. This one's got a lot of texts. Okay. And it's called ghosted. I got uh -huh. ghosted today. Hinge conversation was deleted and my number was blocked. 
a little excessive in my opinion, and I'm not even really sure why. This guy came in strong. I was trying to be open and flirty back with him, completely out of my comfort zone when I haven't met him before. But clearly things were going his way, so he found the cowardly way out. This guy like-bombed me. Okay, not love-bombed, because we never exchanged those words. But he was Rico Suave with his showering me with compliments. We needed a word for when a guy really like really throws down and showers you with compliments to seemingly just get in your pants, have sex, have you sexed with him, and then and send pictures. Worst part is I've matched and spoken to him before, and he ghosted me then. So I guess shame on me. We were supposed to go out today, Saturday. The last we had spoken was Thursday. When I went to text him today to make sure we were still on, he didn't answer. Then I noticed Hinge Convo was gone. When I went to text him to see what was up, my message wasn't delivered, so I was blocked. I'm in blue. Okay, so I'll be him, you be her. You ready? Okay. Hey, it's blank. Oh, hey. What's cooking, good looking? Ha, nothing much. How homesick today? How about you? Honestly, in bed already. Texting you. Ha ha. My kind of guy. Guess what? What? I can't stop looking at your pics. Why? Laughing emoji. You're so cute. Oh, stop it. It's the truth. You're the hunk. Me? No way. Yes way. I've always thought so. I'm a big snuggly teddy bear. Nothing better. Maybe you'll get, I love this comment. Maybe you'll get to get to find out. Maybe. Are you going to ghost me again? No. Okay, good. I want to give you a huge hug. Ha ha. Why? No reason. I don't have to. It's all good. No, no, no. I'll, I'll accept. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, come on. Kisses and hugs are hard to get out of me. Oh, please. I'll have no trouble. On which one? Either. Oh, really? You heard me. Bring it, sexy. Then he sends a selfie. This was the other day. Hello? And then you around this weekend? I am. Me too. Oh, uh, you want to say Saturday? I love it. Awesome. Where are you located? We can meet halfway. I'm from blank. Just moved over the border to blank. I'll drive anywhere. Okay. Do you have a preference? Doesn't matter to me. Where do you like to go? This was me Friday. I guess we've jumped ahead. Oh, holy glasses. Nerd. Hot as hell. I'm so glad my, uh, my blindness tickles your fancy. Oh, you got me all worked up over here crazy face emoji kidding of course ha 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 how tall are you i think five seven blushing Uh, blushing face then it's hello stop it can i see you see me listen no titty pics until we're committed got me deal i'm just i'm just not a selfie girl it's all good and then so how do we know who she is? I don't know, but she's she sends a, a group picture from Halloween, it looks like. <laughs> yeah. The uh, and then he has a drool emoji. He likes all of them? Like, what is this? Does my, tick- I, I, my I, <laughs> tickle your fancy, too? 
<laughs> a lot. You're getting me all hot and bothered over here. You're crazy. Guess what? My eyes are brown. I hate mushrooms. Should I keep going? Yup. We should just get married already. Tongue out emoji. I love to cook and bake. I'm a good egg. Okay. Okay. You've got me. LOL. Ha ha. I mean, we we could go on and on. I I there's so many texts. Oh my god, that's a lot. You know what though? This reeks of pick me. It's like it's like a whole marketing campaign for why he should pick her. Like I can cook. I you know no titty pick. Like what is going on here? I mean, and he's. I mean, she needs to be. I, I we can only speak to the emailer. To me, what he's doing is wouldn't be so bad if they went on a date and then went on seven dates and then they ended up getting married. Like she wouldn't look back at this and be like, you like bombed me. Like I, 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 and like if it worked out, he's great. And if it doesn't, he's a master manipulator. And it's like, it sounds like it though. Well, but that's the thing. He is trying to get in her pants. I mean, we can see this by the text. He's being very flirty. And the, there's a thing where it's like, you also have to, at what point, what do you want? She never says, I want a date. She's going yeah. along with this. And it's like, you guys haven't met yet. He's ghosted you once already. So you say he's ghosted me already. So maybe shame on me. I would say a little bit because yeah. it's shame on you when you're going along with this texting and it's going days and days and days. And I'm not saying she's stupid. I'm not saying she's she that he's not being, you know, uh, lying a bit with his words. But like, there's got to be a point where she goes, what's the date and time? Let's talk then because this is getting too ahead of us. We're too ahead of where we are as an actual relationship. This is living in fantasy land and text is fantasy land. Yeah. You know, I, I saw the turn when um, when they were talking about the hug mm. and then he was like, it's hard to get a hug from me. And then it just flipped. And then now she's trying to get the hug. Sure. You know, like, that's that's that manipulative manipulative talk. But also that part, some people like they're online flirting as a sport. They have mm -hmm. no intention on actually meeting you in real life. It's just that that man could be in a relationship. He could be married. The fact that you're like, are you going to ghost me again? Like how many times does somebody have to dog you out for you to, he obviously is not that into you. And you you are saying on here like that you're pretty wonderful, which you probably are. Mm. So why are you pitching yourself to someone who doesn't have the courtesy to like and and you know, I, I sorry to interrupt, but there's so many moments in this where she could be very pleasantly say, This is so much fun, but we gotta go out first before we go any further. Yeah. And that that's what really like cause yeah, he's playing this game, but like if you're buying the text than from anyone. Listen, your mom is writing back to you, LOL, and she's not fucking laughing, okay? Yeah. So, like, we have to stop buying it. So, like, the idea that, like, what's cooking good looking? Not that much. Honestly, I'm in bed texting you. Sounds good. When are we going out? That's yeah. all you have to say. Sounds yeah. good. When's the date? Yeah. Sounds good. And you can be pleasant and also a little cynical, you can be yeah. cynical and pleasant at the same time. Hey, this is so much fun, but I'm down for a date. You tell me when and where. That's yeah. all you have to say. And then he either does it or he doesn't. And I, and sometimes we go along with these things 
and I think this is her her scenario. She's willing to go back with the guy who ghosted her before because she doesn't want to be turned down. She wants to believe that the and and the guy he didn't ghost you because of hit you. It's because of him. That's right. I, I wouldn't entertain this guy anymore, and I would block him. <clears throat> And I wouldn't give, I wouldn't engage somebody that long. It just feels like a lot of wasted time. And this guy, you know, like this guy, he's not that into you because somebody who is will, I mean, I mean, it's a long, a lot of pages. People can't see how many pages of text, but somebody who really is interested in you would be like, Hey, listen, I would love to see you. Let's set up a time. How much time does he have on his hands to go back? Yo. Totally. Here, here's the here, here's what I would say. If you can screenshot a conversation four times, and there's no date made in any of those screenshots, I it's time to ask for the date or move on. I agree. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Ida, this is always fantastic. I'm so happy you came on. Thank you so much. Me too. Thank you for having me. You know, th- these things inform me in my own dating life. And I'm like, <laughs> don't be her. Don't be this person. Watch, pay attention to this red flag. Like, because we, we all have the ability. So it's, it's crazy. I mean, we've all been there. So everyone go follow Ida at Funny Ida on Instagram. And it's called Fighting Words. It's on HBO Max right now. Go watch the special. It's so fantastically hilarious. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. We'll be back next episode. Boom.